The last time I had people paying attention to me like this, I was 14 years old, sobbing on my parents' driveway. <clears throat> Freshman year of high school, I was dating a guy who went to a different high school. His name was David. Uh, it was your pretty typical first love story. You know, he watched me eat two Chipotle burritos on the first date, and the rest was history. Um, <clears throat> we had everything figured out. We were going to get married, have kids, be together forever, do the whole thing. Uh, but pretty early on into the relationship, my parents caught us up late talking on the phone and when I was supposed to be doing homework, and they took my phone away and read all my text messages. And they found a couple texts that they didn't like, and they actually banned us from dating. Uh, <laughs> uh, for context, I grew up in a religious military household, so things could get pretty strict. But I was a stubborn teenager, and I had all the right answers, and I was with the love of my life, so I wasn't going to let anything stand in the way of that. Uh, so we started sneaking around a little bit, you know, we'd go to each other's football games, we'd go in like big groups to movies, we would chat on AIM, which for those who remember that, <laughs> or those who are too young to know what that is, uh, it was basically like OG texting, but on a desktop computer, and everyone had <clears throat> really cool screen names. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we also started sneaking out. Uh, again, this is how young we were, we didn't have permits, we had to get his 16-year-old brother Jeff to drive us around. <clears throat> Uh, so typically, I would sneak out the back door, just leave it unlocked. Uh, Jeff and David would come pick me up. We'd go to the drive-thrus. We'd drive around. We'd go hang out their house, whatever we were doing. And then I would just sneak back in the same way. So after a couple successful sneak outs, we had another one on the books. And <laughs> I came downstairs this night, and something was different. Uh, my mom was asleep on the couch. And this was after I had already kind of primed them a little bit with uh, just, I wanted them to go to bed thinking that they had the best daughter in the world. So I stayed up very late on a Friday night with them, which is something I never did, and just kind of chatted my little happy self off all night. So again, never did that. <laughs> so I came downstairs, see my mom on the couch. Again, not going to stop me. I'm st I've got everything figured out. So I go downstairs into the basement to assess the window situation down there. So all the windows in my parents' basement are like this big, they're pretty small, um, and they're all high up on the wall. So I choose one that's on top of like a kid's plastic playhouse, and so I'm on the roof of that, and I'm sideways like shimmying my shoulders out the window into a bush, uh, and my mom flips the lights on and yells, what are you doing? And before I'm even back in through the window, I panic responded and said, I, oh, I'm just getting a tampon. <laughs> She didn't buy it. <laughs> so then I follow her upstairs to my parents' room. And before I've even crossed the line, my dad's grabbing my arm and he throws me down on the couch in their room. And he says the only thing he'll say all night, I am so disappointed in you. I'm like, ugh. So but no worries, you know, the wheels are still turning. I'm still trying to figure out how to get out of the situation. I'm like, no, I'm actually going to hang out with my friend Chrissy. I'm not going to hang out with David, because that's way better. Uh, and so they're like, okay, well, let's go outside and wait for Chrissy, you know? And so <laughs> we head outside. We all know that we're not waiting for Chrissy. <laughs> we also all know that if we're all standing on the driveway, Jeff's going to come down the street, see the whole family there, and turn around immediately. <clears throat> so reality's kind of setting in. I, the tears start coming. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about the fact that I'm never going to see the love of my life again and that also I'm going to be grounded for the rest of my life. So my mom's leading me. I'm, I'm sobbing at this point. She leads me to the spot on the driveway basically to use me as bait. Um, 
while her and my dad then go hide in the shadows. Uh, <laughs> so for a little bit of context, it's midnight. It's May, it's in Virginia, so it's pretty warm, but it is also prom season. So as I am sitting on the driveway, just consoling myself, I've got, I've got the knees pulled up, I'm rocking, I'm sobbing, uh, two stretch limos show up around the same time across the street from me. So now we've got an audience. <laughs> High schoolers start piling out, you know, parents are showing up to pick their kids up. I'm not gonna stop my crying for anybody. Uh, so <laughs> my parents are still in the back hiding. <clears throat> Uh, my mom's probably, you know, getting herself pumped up back there. What, what is she going to say when she confronts David? My dad's already said his piece. I'm just sitting there thinking about how life as I know is pretty much over. Got everybody staring at me. You know, some are concerned. Some are amused. They all know something's happening. We just don't know what, what's going to happen yet. Eventually, we see Jeff's black Camry start coming down the hill. And I see David laying down in the back seat, and I'm kind of warning them, like, don't let my mom see you. And I see the panic in Jeff's eyes as my mom emerges from her hiding spot. <laughs> and he takes off up the other road. Now, my mom was just asleep on the couch, so she's barefoot and wearing pajamas. But she's still going to sprint after them. And so she's running up the hill after these guys. <clears throat> she's waving her hand. She's pumping her fists. Everyone hears her as she yells, get back here, motherfucker. <laughs> Again, this is my very Christian mother who I've never heard curse in my entire life. <laughs> if it weren't so tragic, it would have been the funniest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> so the fun part about my parents' neighborhood is that there's only one road out, and that's not the road that they just took off on. <laughs> so they've got to come back down. And... <laughs> Feels like the whole prom crowd knows this because they're all, no one's gotten in their car yet. They're all just waiting. You know, everybody's just hanging out. After several very long, excruciating minutes, they, they start coming back down the road. My mom's ready this time. She's in the street, she's waiting for them. She jumps out in front of the car. She's got her hands on the hood. And at this point, my dad, I think, realizes, you know, maybe we've gone too far. <laughs> Jeff doesn't deserve this. Jeff's, Jeff's an accomplice to the crime. Uh, so he calls her off enough that Jeff is able to kind of swerve around my mom and up past all the prom kids and leaves fairly unscathed. But they do leave Mead behind for the worst grounding of my life, uh, which was approximately nine months. And the reason for this <laughs> was because I was headed down the path of pregnancy. <laughs> and so... <laughs> They really wanted, you know, the nine months for that to set in. <laughs> now, believe it or not, David and I are not actually still together. <laughs> and I did not make any friends in the neighborhood that night. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ooh, ooh.